You may have heard me many times on this program in recent months talk about this fantastic tour, Ambassador Travel Tour to the New Zealand Derby in March. It's not that far away. Um, there's a few seats left, only a few. If you want to come with us, we're going to the Derby, New Zealand Derby program. We fly in on the Friday, New Zealand Derby Saturday, and then Waiheke Sunday, and then we go down to our Lake Taupo cruise, go down to Hawke's Bay region. We go to Trentham races the following week. But these boutique studs, that's something I'm really looking forward to, visiting Cambridge and also Tiaukau. Speaking of Tiaukau, the principal is David Ellis, as we know. Now, I want to get an update on Peritris, the outstanding mayor, but also on the weekend, a very impressive debutante that won at Taraba called Move to Strike. And we're going to talk all about this horse. It was a real milestone on the weekend for OP Boston as well, winning on this horse on debut. With number 2000 and New Zealand takes the lead. Move to strike Montana Bay then force of law. You know it. We all know it. There's only one Opie Bosson and move to strike gives Opie his 2000th win. Second at the line was... A, photo a day he won't forget on a youngster that's obviously well above average. Mark Walker, Sam Burgesson, Opie Bosson. Yeah, horse started quite short uh, given he was trotting really well. Bred by Jerry Harvey by I'm Invincible from a very good mare called No Evidence Needed. She was one of Padanak. She won six and placed on seven occasions. She won almost 700,000, but she won a Let's Elope. She was second in an Oaks in Adelaide behind a Small Mines, placed in a CUNY, and a David Alice is joining us. Good morning, David. Good morning, Steve. And Move to Strike came from the Magic Minion sale. Yes, as Imperatrice did, and it's interesting that they're both by the same sire, I'm Invincible, out of a, both out of a Shamadao mare. So, um, you know, when I bought this colt, I didn't probably place enough emphasis on that, but in hindsight, which is a great thing in buying horses, it's interesting. Was he early in the day? Yeah, he was uh, lot one on day two. In that process, how many did you earmark when you went to the Gold Coast earlier this year, and how many did you come away with? I think we came away with uh, seven or eight. Um, we've won a group two with a um, written tycoon filly um, that we bought from um, the Muir family. And uh, she looks pretty exciting. And we've got a schnitzel colt having his first start uh, on Saturday at Trentham. And what's his name? Um, <laughs> I've just named about 10 of them, and I just, just haven't got that in my head. I can Sorry. find it anyway, but will he win? Uh, we've got two nice nice horses in the race, and uh, they're, they're both good chances. Lovely. So this move to strike, he was about 525000 And what's the process with Tiaka? Obviously, you're a big part of selecting, but you've got a, it's a team effort, obviously, when you're buying these expensive yearlings. Yes. Um, Mark Walker... Um, our trainer, um, a very important part of the process, and Marcus Corbin, uh, who spent a lifetime as manager at Cambridge Dud under um, Sir Patrick Hogan, and um, uh, we work together with um, our vets, and it's a team effort, and um, just seems to work well. It does indeed. And Magic Minions has been a happy hunting ground for you previously. Of course, sort of state coming from Gold Coast. Yes, he's a very exciting stallion standing at Cambridge Dud. Um, he actually 
put four lengths on Imperatrice one day at Ellisley on Caracamillion night, I think. Uh, a really exciting horse. Um, we've got um, five or six foals at the Arkea Stud by them, and well, you wouldn't, you, you'd love to own them all. Just um, a really exciting stallion, I'd say. That was the old Mansell, the Group 3 you're talking about, Jan 2022, when he defeated Imperatrice. Sort of state. Yes. It's worth watching. It's quite incredible. David, the big question is, what's going to happen with Move to Strike and what sort of opinion does Mark Walker and Sam have of him? Uh, well, they think that um, he's a very good horse. I remember about um, six weeks ago, Opie rang me and he said, uh, I've found one, boss, I've found one. I said, oh, what's that? He said, this I'm Invincible Colt man can he gallop. And uh, Opie's an incredible rider on race day, but he's even better as a judge at track work. And he very seldom gets it wrong. And um, when he tells you he's found one, gee, it's an exciting day because you just know that they're going to be a good horse. And uh, we're going to run them at uh, Ellis, at um, the Ellerslie meeting, which is this year's held at the county's race course in a group two on New Year's Day, and then we'll get them ready for the Blue Diamond in Melbourne. Did you think about the Gold Coast? Uh, we did, yep, we did, but we thought uh, we always look at what's best for the Colt, and we think getting them to Melbourne and settled in there, uh, rather than have to take them to the Gold Coast and then bring them down to Melbourne, was just a bit too much. And uh, those, so we yeah. put a lot of thought into it. Okay, so the Blue Diamond series. Yes. Yeah, and of course, just for those that didn't see that that debut on the weekend there at uh, Waikato, eleven hundred, he box seated that. But then OP had to sort of, you know, just get him to the outside into the clear, didn't he? But he balanced up, and as we heard, put a gap in them there, uh, moved to strike. Yeah, it was a very exciting one, that's for sure. And what was even better was OP uh, had um, his wife Emily. They had two of their children, Honor and Max at the races, so they saw their dad win his 2001 in New Zealand alone. So it was uh, a pretty moving experience to be part of. He must have hated that name on his birth certificate, Owen Patrick, eh, those names? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he wrote his first winner for me uh, in the Tangerine when he was 15 years of age, came to work for Tiakia when he was 14, so... He's been a very important member of the team and a very dear friend. Yeah. How old would he be now, O.P. Bosson? 42, I think. 42. Yeah. Of course, yeah. he's been battling his weight, hasn't he, for such a long time, but managing it so well. Yeah. He's probably had uh, four or five years off from riding uh, because of weight problems, but at the moment... Um, He's um, in pretty good space. Of course, his wife is a very good commentator, isn't she? Very knowledgeable in New Zealand as well. Yep, she's an outstanding person and uh, brilliant on the TV at what she does. She does the, the weigh-in program every Monday uh, that you can watch on our New Zealand Thoroughbred Racing website and she's sensational at what she does, that's for sure. 
Yeah, well, she's she's English. English, is she? Emily we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Her family live in England. But I always say to her, I don't hold that against you. <laughs> well, that <laughs> what about Imperatriz? All that media beat up talk about the Everest. Um, but she just went on a winning way. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Um, five in a row there. You know, the William Breed, the McEwen, the Moya, the Manicata, the champion stakes at Flemington as well. Yep, she certainly did the stable proud. And um, Ben Gleeson, um, our assistant trainer in Melbourne, has done an absolutely sensational job uh, with her, as has the whole team in Melbourne. And Mark Walker and I are just so proud of what she's done. Um, you know, she had her first start in December as a two-year-old. Uh, which she won. She won a group two in January as a two-year-old. And um, she um, has won at 1,600 metres. She won a group one at 1,600 by five lengths. So she's not just a sprinter, um, but she's a mare that we're all really proud to have for our owners, that's for sure. How long do you think she'll race on for, David? Well, we'd like to race her for one more season, that's for sure. And what stadium do you think she'll go to, you being the breeding buff? Uh, well, she'll be sold when she's finished racing. Oh, she will be. All right, so you're not yep. going to breed with her. It's a racing partnership, um, that not a breeding partnership. Okay. Well, can you tell us how her program looks for 2024? Yep, she'll start in the Lightning um, in Melbourne. And um, she'll go to have another race in Melbourne before she goes up to Sydney for the TJ Smith. And how are you looking during the spring at this stage? Um, for Imperatrice? Yes. Yes, you'll... Um, we've got nothing decided for the spring. We'll, we've, everything's on the table. All right. Do you think you, the lure of the Everest maybe next year? Uh, well, it's certainly something that we'll look at. We didn't think that she was ready for it this year uh, for a number of reasons, but we'll certainly, uh, everything's on the table. Can I ask, Dave, what were some of those reasons, if you don't mind? Uh, well, she'd travelled over from New Zealand uh, in, um, in the spring, and we didn't think that she was ready to go from Matamata to Auckland to Melbourne and then up to Sydney, we thought it was uh, too much for her, and um, we decided to keep her in Melbourne. Um, I think she's the better left-handed way round, uh, although she's won races right-handed. Um, we just thought it was the best thing to do for her. Okay, we don't have to wait long. It's extraordinary, isn't it, where she ran that record at, in the McEwen, beating Rothfire, and then she came out and betted that record 56-47 in the Moya. That's extraordinary time, yeah, isn't it? You don't see that very often, Steve. You do don't. You? you don't, because often they say when they run records, you know, they might be a bit flat at the next start or mightn't be able to go as quick, but... But she was able to do it. Yeah, just a remarkable story. Imperatriz, um, prize money's $5.3 million or over that at the moment. David, um, of course, you mentioned the Caraca um, meeting coming up in Jan. How's Ellerslie looking? Well, I went to Ellerslie for the opening on Thursday night at a function. And what an outstanding job the, club, the club's done. The track just looked 
amazing. And uh, it's so exciting to think that we're only uh, four weeks away from having our first race meeting at um, Ellerslie. Yeah, so what, will the Caracca be the second or third back on the 27th of Jan? The Caracca Million Night will be the second meeting back. Second back. And how many are you likely to have, or what horse in particular looking forward to seeing at that particular meeting? Oh, we've got um, probably five or six two-year-olds that um, we've got in. We've got um, some uh, really nice chances in the $1.5 million uh, three-year-old race. And um, we've got a nice team in the, for the four-year-old race.